What's up, guys? This is Own Your Health Podcast with the host, Mark, also known as Marcus. Um, just want to give you guys a quick reminder of what this podcast is all about. It's about coming through adversity. It's coming to be the best you guys um, mentally, physically, and spiritually giving you guys practical tools and theories, um, different ways that you can uh, reanalyze and reflect on your own life through the people that we talk to that have a platform um, that's not always in the celebrity fame and lights and Hollywood lights, but hey, these are people just kind of under the radar. They're doing the best them, and I think they're great examples to follow, to um, be inspired from, um, and to just watch how they live their lives and I pray and I hope that you guys could take it in yourself as well. Um, but without further ado, we have a guest, Benjamin Carter from DC, not to LA. He's a young and rising uh, musician, a little bit folk, Indian pop uh, kind of style, a little bit of raspy. Uh, we love, uh, love hearing his music all the way since college. Um, he's about to be a father, so we're going to go in, uh, ask Ben, and get to know more about his story, and uh, learn about some ways that we can better ourselves. So, let's get it going. Uh, uh, so, cool, man. Let's start this thing. Let's get it. Let's do it. And, whoa, we got Ben yeah. Mikado on the track. Welcome to On Your Health Podcast. Right, Checking out on Spotify. 17 bumping loud and proud. Come on. We're just gonna we're gonna just dive into this moment right here. Want to extend hey. your hands out. I want you to touch someone. I want you to tell your neighbor. 17 is to you on to get married. It is, bro. I think so I, I met you when I was 17. Actually, we're going to dive into that. What's up, man? What's um, So we were talking about in the intro, in the pre-accidental intro, but you're talking about quarantine life. How has that affected your structure of um, with, with you personally? Like, do you feel like because there's no real purpose and structure you just go out about your day and just kind of fill in the pockets of time i i, I would say well, I, don't, I don't want to say there's no purpose um but but i definitely feel like the structure i'm a i'm a very the most an average person who's known me my whole life or like for you you've known me probably what almost 10 years now yeah so, mo, mo, most people are like yo man you're a like you're you just like you're out, you're wild, you're loud, whatever it is, and I seem like I like don't, but I'm a very structured, routine, calendar, color coordinated person, um, and when I'm not that, I actually really, really, it's really hard for me. So like, and I didn't feel realize that stuff because I wasn't taught that. You're not taught that in school. No, taught, like how to do that stuff. So I had to teach myself this stuff mid, like pretty much at the end of college. And when I started doing that stuff at the end of college, I was getting better grades. I was getting better, like I was figuring out stuff. And then I got into the work world. And then I started right. continuing to do that stuff. And I was like, this is this is what I was missing my whole life, was being able to like these little conveniences. So not having routine has been a little hard, uh, but I've, the days that are meant the best are the days that I follow my calendar to achieve. Like, I can wake up at this time, get up, at the, like, make coffee, like, have a few things that I don't change. So, like, making coffee like I'm literally doing right now. Um, and, uh, you know, go from that to, you know, opening up the windows so there's a lot of natural light that comes in, pull up my laptop, uh, you know, look at the stock market, like, uh, go through mm-hmm. emails, both, you know, music stuff and non-music stuff, uh, what needs to be responded to. Like, there's certain things that I just don't, like, stop doing. And then that's the stuff that makes me, like, my brain kind of... And I even have a playlist. It's like a, a work playlist. Okay. And 
So like that like helps me when those things click, my brain goes, okay, it's time. To, this is what you know is work. This is what you know is like, this is how you focus. And then I am able to focus. And I actually read it in a book. There's a book called like, oh man, it's a really long title, but it's literally called, uh, I think I read it in like 2016. It's called like, make your, I want to get to the exact one, make your routine, like literally looking at uh, as we, as we're yeah, talking. it's all right. Uh, you just just uh, text it to me. I'll pull in the notes for all of our listeners. Oh, um, manage your day to day. Yeah, routine. Find your focus and sharpen your creative mind. Like that. Mm. That book changed like everything. It like actually put all the stuff and made the stuff a reality for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's really good. Yeah, I mean, I think what you said in the beginning, just like people think you're all over the place, you're very loud and out there. It comes from a very strong discipline that allows you to be more fluid and, you know, outgoing because you know your core and your, your, uh, your morning mantras are just the set in stone. No one's going to move yeah. that from you. You know, that's how like the rock is. The rock, the rock carries, he has a whole crew that just, brings his gym everywhere he can um, and sets it up. Uh, wow, that's wild. Yeah, and, um, but, I mean, he's able to do that. So everyone has their own. Um, you really just have to dig deep into see what, what's around me and what can I, be, can I use that's going to benefit me. I mean, just like with this podcast, I first saw Brian do his podcast. I heard Britain Ethan was doing their podcast, and I was like, well, they have all this technology, you know, all these um, boom mics, but I'm literally recording off my phone through a recorder app. And I was just like, yeah, I, this is the time. Like, if quarantine is not the time to do a podcast, it's yeah. never going to happen. And that's how I felt when I did my half marathon. I was like, I'm so sluggish. Yeah. You know, my fitness, I need something to go chase. Um, yeah. So, man, <laughs> your intro right now is just like, you hear a lot of key points, talk about some resources that you can use. We already talked about. Your, the systems, your morning routines, and how it benefits you. Um, and you said, like, that's something you just kind of started to learn um, at the end of college. Did that kind of um, – you said you, you're doing a lot of things um, at the last year of college. Um, it's kind of a big milestone. What, as more things added on, does that force you personally, you naturally, to get things structured like, did you feel like, um, yeah, you mean like coming to the end of that college time and trying to figure out like, well, just like as, as things piled on, right. And then yeah. you did, you're, you're working, you're doing music at the moment, as more things piled on, but you, the, the, the things around you, is it forcing you to be structured? Cause if you're not structured, then you start losing tensions exactly. and other things. Right. Oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Hundred percent. That that was like it took. It, I was I was never really a structured person, and what's hard is that you realize that everybody's different. And so my some of my closest friends to me um, are just naturally good at school. They're just better at school. And so yeah, I growing up with them, you know, like these guys, like they could they could not study for a test, not pay attention, not take notes, not do any of that stuff in my like, sweet passing school. Not that school is everything, but that those are the habits that I learned. So then I looked at these guys and said, I'm going to do what they did and just try to like do the same. Like they're hanging out with me and they have a test tomorrow. And if they're not going to study, then I'm not going to study. And like, I just want to get the good grade, you know, and they would. And it's because they just somehow could be unorganized, not have any of that stuff together and be fine. And it's just like, everyone has a different strength. And by the end of school, I just was like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. I had failed a couple of music classes, um, which caused me to eventually pull out of the music uh, business degree. And it made me just go, dude, I need to get, I need to get this. Am I allowed to cuss? I don't know if this is. Yeah, um, please. Like, (laughs) I want you to be as as help. It's 745. It's not too early to drop a little shit bomb. Yeah, go, go, go. Yeah, I was like, I need to get my shit together. Like, yeah. uh, Like, like I was, I was, 
freaking like I didn't know what I was doing. And then by the when I was leaving, I was thinking I was going to get a job and trying to figure out where I was going to get a job. And none of this stuff worked out the way I wanted it to. Um, and so when I moved back home to DC, first job I got in was like a sales job, man. And I took like this really crummy sales job and just grinded there. Then took another sales job that wasn't that great. And then I took like a, a coffee shop job um, and was did, you know, worked at a coffee shop while also being a server, while also being a photographer, freelance photographer. And I made mm-hmm. like money that way. Um, and then eventually it was like, I'll propose you yeah, because I had so many different things going on. But also, yeah, at this weird point of time, like a lot of free time too, you know, because like you're working your shifts either 5 a.m. to like 12, and then you're not working your next shift till 6 or 4 p.m or 6 p.m. sometimes till midnight or something. So then it's like, all right, I got all this free time in the middle of my day now, and I'm like, what am I going to do? So that right. caused me to make myself be like, I need to be structured. So I started setting up calendar time and set up times where I could have little meetings to do. At the time, I wasn't even really focusing on music. I was focusing, honestly, I was, I was doing everything else but music, um, which is a mm. whole other thing. It was just, I was just really insecure. Um, but I was just like, I I just kind of just did everything I could in photography and all of that and trying to make money. And I was like, if I structure myself and I'm really routine, I can be successful. And I was, I was able to get to my goal. My goal was to make enough money to be able to buy a ring without having like the big time, real full-time job. So I could buy a ring and propose. And I did. And I did that. And I was great. Um, And then I, and then I got the, like the, you know, normal nine to five full-time job. Um, after I proposed, but, uh, but before then, you know, that was my goal. Yeah, with philosophy, something that you're, 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 that was kind of new to you, did you just feel like kind of just like, I, I got the ring, I did what I can, let me just focus. Was, was photography like every, any, was, was it something you wanted to pursue long term? What was the reason for picking up photography? Yeah, photography was something that I just picked up in college just because it was fun. And then when you need money, you realize like, oh, I can, what if I can make this thing into a thing, you know? Uh, and I, I look back at my, my, like my photos and I'm not going to lie. My photos are good. Um, like I'm, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I feel confident enough to be able to say like, I took some good photos, um, like during school and all that kind of stuff. Like when I was, when I picked it up, cause all my boys were doing photography. Right. Yeah. Um, and then. Shout out to Kyle uh, Krauss. Cross your, your heart, man. Dustin Drew was always my 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 model. Uh, yeah. so I was just like, yo, I got this, um, and I was feeling good about like doing it. But I just I just I I picked it up because I had a passion for taking what my eye saw and editing it and making it into this beautiful thing. I did not right. have a passion for trying to make it a money making machine, but I tried to make it a money making machine, and it killed my my love for it. I honestly I. I haven't picked up a camera really in like the last year and a half, maybe two years because I tried making it to a business. Wasn't good at doing the business side of it. Wasn't getting the validation I wanted and the media validation on social media. And that made me think I wasn't good at it. And I started going, I'm not good at photography. And when I look back, I'm like, no, I was good at photography. The truth is, like I'm learning now with music stuff, Uh the people who are following me on Instagram, the people who are on my page, they did not care about my photography. They wanted to see my life, you know? And people, like, people wanted to see Ben's life. They didn't care that I was taking photos of some random guy or girl, you know, and putting them up on my page. They're like, that's cool. No one cared. And it's not that it wasn't good. It's just because that's not what they were following me for. Right, know? right. And it took and me years to figure that out. And I think that's a good point. For those who are going to be listening, those who are listening at right now, I think we, we're all taking, we can learn from this, is that um, like you, Ben, you pick up something you like. And sometimes now what you love and what you just naturally fall in love with is not going to make you money right away because I think we're blindsided of the, of the other support beams to, to bring your passion alive, to, to really blossom it, you know? I think yeah. we, sometimes 
feel like we just take our passion. It's just like, I, I like to do this. So I'm going to just keep doing it. I don't really yeah. see any money in it. I don't, you know, I just do it. But I, it, I think if, I don't know if you had someone, um, or if you, maybe if you did have someone just say, hey, Ben, I think, you meet, I think your photos are really great. Here's, here's what we can structure it better to make you a profit, to really make it out of a, as, as a job, as an income. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I, I, I didn't have anyone directly to say that, but I did have moments where I made money, man, and I made some good money off of it that was, like, good side hustle money. Um, right. But, like, where I found where I was making money, and this is where even I have a good friend who's he's a photographer here in L.A., and where he found where he's making money, it's just not in his passion. So I didn't love photography enough to do to, to, to actually go where the money was because I was making money when I was in D.C., and I was making money. I was taking photos of law firms and doing headshots for people for their LinkedIn. And uh, companies were hitting me up like crazy. And right. that's where the money was, bro. The those photo shoots suck. They, yeah, because uh, it's not it's not what you want to do, right? They're so terrible. They're the worst. And yeah, I made money, but I didn't care enough about just making money. I had a I had a full time job. I I had other things that I enjoyed, and I was like, I don't care enough about this. Like, right. I want to take photos and do fashion photography, take, like, like, shots of, like, people and portraits of people in, like, really cool environments or cool clothes in different parts of the city. But there's not that much money in it because then now I'm taking photos of a model or I'm taking photo of a creative. And when I take photos of the models or the creatives, they typically don't have that much money and they need that photo so that they can take it so that somebody else can pay them. So, like, right. there's no money in that. But if a law firm hits you up and says, hey, I want to take photos of of our, our staff, yeah, there's money there. That, right. And that's what happened. Um, and so uh, I just didn't love it enough, man, for that. And that's okay, you know? And I think even when you were talking, I was just thinking through, like I read this article a while back and it was like millennials don't know, and I'm a millennial, uh, right. I, I, we don't know what it, how to just have a hobby for it to be a hobby. Every hobby that our generation picks up has to turn into a side hustle. Every, right. And every, I think that everything does. Yeah. And you can have as many side hustles as you want. What really matters is your happiness. And what really matters is that you're putting food on the table. Yeah. What really matters is like what, what hits you. Like they have to stop starting to go into these all those, in other people's structure, right? And just see, okay, what, what just fits me? What makes me happy? And I, I, I follow uh, Gary V. I'm not sure if you follow him, um, yeah. but guy of TikTok, you know, all this stuff. He always talks about find your, find your fucking happiness. Like stop doing yeah. things that don't make you happy. And that's what, what this generation needs. Like the next generation behind us is like, stop trying to go for numbers, stop going for follows and just do your shit day in and day out. No one gives a fuck about you. If you're happy, that's all that matters. If yeah, you end dude. up on the Ellen show, you end up on the Ellen show. But that doesn't change you from what from who you are and what you, what you've been doing. No one's yeah. gonna respect your grind as much as you do. Like yeah. I I love I love seeing these turnaround stories, but literally you get so mad because probably a good percentage of them it's like I just did it because I like it. I did it because it was fun. And exactly. if if you're the common denominator that's going to launch every, and open everybody's eyes, then that's great. I think um, Pharrell made, he made happy. Um, I was listening to um, a YouTube video. I listened to so many like video resources. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember, but he, he made happy and he was, he didn't launch it right away. He was like, the world is not ready. The, yeah. the, the waves of the, the sound waves that people are listening to are not ready. Um, another yeah. example was um, Shake It. What was it? Uh, Shake It Like a Polaroid Picture. When that song came out by Outkast, hey, uh, yeah. people were not ready, but what they did, that, a technique, they, 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 they basically sandwiched two current songs that were happening at that moment and would play uh, out, the, the Outkast song right in the middle. Yeah. And I was like, that's freaking genius. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, I remember even here. I remember hearing the story behind the AR one too, and their team and everybody being like, "This is not 
rap. They were like, this ain't, this is not hip hop. Like, what, what, what is this? And it's hip hop, you know? And it's like, they, this song goes off as like any event. Um, but at the moment, I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, this is not Dirty South hip hop, especially. Right. Um, you know, but that's just kind of like, you, you find new avenues and new ways to, to, to be able to tell the thing that you love, you know? And so, and that's where I kind of been at. And even my journey with even music is like, um, and I also want to speak on the thing you said before too, before I get too far on what yeah, Gary yeah. said on happiness. Happiness is so important. And one of the things that he said, even like two years ago that I remember hearing, or even a year ago, yeah, when I first got out to LA, I remember listening to this podcast and of his, and he said, he was like, what people don't realize is that, that like they say that statistically, when you get to making four hundred and like forty five thousand, a little over that, you don't ever think about money again. Like statistically, you don't think about money when you're swiping your card as much. You're not like you're not how, ever how much? Again. How much is like, it? One hundred and forty five thousand, like around there. You're like swiping your card, and you're yeah. going, yeah, you know, like I'm not worried about like not having money. Like I'm not worried yeah. about the fact that I don't have enough. And he was like, so he's like, if that's the number where people are swiping their card and going, yeah, things are okay. He was like, then why is everyone saying I need to make my first million? He was like, what if happiness could start for you and end for you at 400,000? What if you didn't need to make a million? So he was like, that's the problem is everyone's like, I got to make a million. I got to make a million. And they're at 600,000, 700,000, 800,000. And they haven't made a million. And they're going, dude, this isn't good. And it's like, no, man, like, you could have been there at 400,000 find out what works for you, you know? And so all that to say, even like finding ways for myself as a musician, um, you know, and artists, there's not a lot of money in the, in the music game. There really isn't. I think what what portrayed on TV and stuff when you see a rapper and all this other stuff, it seems like there's money in the big, you know, I like to, me and my friends, we play the net worth the game and we just go through and we find celebrities and well-known people and just like pull up their net worth on Google and stuff. And it's always funny because we'll find like a basketball player that just got signed and then you see his net worth and then pull up like a rapper that's been around forever and be yeah. like, all right, never mind. There really isn't much. Or an actor. And you're like, well, there's no money in music. Like when you talk about in comparison. Like these rappers acting like they have so much money, you yeah. know, but then when you look at the basketball player who's 19 that just got signed and you're like, and he's not even one of the best in the league and you're going, his net worth is what? His contract is what? How much mm-hmm. did these, the, this rapper, this rapper's running around acting like he's got how much? Oh, his net worth is only 2 million? Like, and I say only 2 million. Like I would take one, give me 1 million. I don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But like, but like, they're they're like but they don't even have that yet you know and so you you're we're talking like a game that really isn't like it's like kanye makes good money but his net worth is still not as much as ashton kutcher's like okay. and ashton kutcher's an actor and an investor and he's still yeah. more. and everyone i would argue almost everyone in the world knows who kanye is i would argue not nearly as many people know who ashton kutcher is in america Everyone knows who right. Ashton Kutcher is. But worldwide, probably not nearly as many people know who Ashton Kutcher is. His net worth is more. Because oh. he's been in, because he's investing. He's in where real money is. Ashton Kutcher yeah, he, now sits, sits on board for startups and stuff. He's putting, he's going where real money is. So I've been spending more of my time focusing in on real business ventures uh, right. and less, less on and why I'm trying to learn so much while I have, you know, my full-time job and all this stuff is because I'm like, man, I'm trying to be, you know, Diddy. I'm trying to be Daisy and Dre and all these guys. I'm not trying to wait till I'm 45 to be like, hey, guys, did you know the entire time I was doing music that I also, like, like business? No, that's that. That's a waste of my time. Like, I want now while I'm, you know, while I'm 25 years old for the whole world to know, this guy's got a knack for business and making money, but he also can write songs. So then right. when I'm 35, I'm sitting down investing in startups from the little bit of money I've gotten from music, but I can help invest in that. And then it's making me a lot of money and people going, then 
your music career was pretty solid, but how do you have this much money? How are you able to do these things? Like, because I love business. I love building things. It's not just music. Music is amazing. And it's my creative outlet. It's what I love to do. And it provides me awesome opportunities. And it's what I'll always run to. Like, I'll always run to writing a song. But when it comes to, like, the day-to-day, I would love to invest in businesses. I would love to run a business. I'd love to sit on the board of nonprofits. I'd love to do that kind of stuff, man. And then and let that be my day-to-day, you know, work uh, that I get to do. And then, you know, go on tour for a little bit. You know, like, I think when I see Diddy and Dre and Daisy, black men, who are investing in companies and starting companies and billionaires from the stuff they're doing. Everyone, I think, sees it as like this kind of hip hop thing. And no one, I, I can't even picture Jay Z sitting around a table with a bunch of execs. But that's what he's doing. That, that's you know, the crazy like, thing because all those, most of the famous, well known black uh, business people started from the rap game. They started from, and that's like, look like, they wouldn't even think about that, but it's like they did some underground shit. And I think going back, comparing Kanye to Ashton Kutcher is that you just got to keep doing things that are not seen on the day to day. Like, yeah, like the less stuff you put out there, because you're, then you're so focused on the internal, you're so focused on the grind. You're not focused on promoting it right away. And I think that's, that's, such a beautiful thing. I think mean, like most people and listeners need to know that like you don't need to promote every single thing you're doing. Sometimes exactly. it's not ready in that moment. It's not ready yet and it's okay. And I think that like I just have seen so many men, so many musicians and artists go blow up off one song and and like, two years later no one's talking about them. And I'm like, there's no safety for you as an artist, like as a, so, if you're honest songwriters, there's no, there's really no safety in this for me. Because right. when I start, when, when I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just make whatever song I can and make whatever song I can just so people are happy and I make money. I'm just not gonna do it. You know, I'm not. I, 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 I can say that. Anyone who was like, yo, we would love to sign. So I'm just not gonna be that guy making music just so I can make money. You know, I'm not going to sell out like myself. Not that other people are sell out. That's them. Like, be an entertainer. You can be an entertainer and just be like, this is the kind of music that I think kids are going to like. I'm going I'm to do that. Do it. I don't care. Um, that's you. That's a business. You know, that's a business that builds off hype, that builds off of trying to find trends. And I love that. I think that's so cool. I think finding trends and what's going to pop is so interesting. I just, right. Benjamin Carter won't right. do that as like, just like as himself, like I'm not going to just try to follow the trend. If a song hits the trend for sure, that's like definitely was intentional, but it's not necessarily something I'm going to die over. So I'm like, and, and, and here's a, here's a great thing about that is that you have came, um, to the point of like who Benjamin Carter is, you know, instead of people defining who Benjamin Carter should or is going to be, um, and I think that that's really good. Like, um, shit, I lost my train of thought. There's so many good points. <laughs> um, no, yeah, but that, that exactly. I think that's there's that's so good, man. Because I think you're right. I finally am getting more to that point. And I think if everyone else could just check, because I'm I'm not there. Like, no one's there. Um, but like, if I am definitely finally on like a decent path of like figuring out who I am versus like who I'm going to be, but like how that translates to that future too, you know, like, uh, and I think that was just helped me. Yeah. And I, and I think, and I think that we also have to be careful, but if you're really talented, because people, I think about like Justin Bieber, I think about like all these young artists, fame came to them instead of them just like doing themselves. Like, and it's like we have to – one of my friends told me, his name, uh, Jordan, he said, sometimes we're not ready for the blessing that God is about to receive. Sometimes we're not ready to receive the millions of dollars. Sometimes we're not ready to receive all of the followers. Like we're not fit enough. We're not equipped yeah. enough. And it's like if you want to be out there, if you want to get all these followers, like do your research. Like, yeah. do what, and I think that's something that I, I think about 
when I was going to college of being like, oh, I want to work in sports management. I want to, you know, work in sports. I think it's going to be a great deal. And I was like, out of college, I was like, no, this isn't isn't it. I learned that right after college, I became a PE teacher because it came to me. And I was like, well, all my friends are getting married. I should get a full-time job. Why don't I just take this opportunity to get married and be a PE teacher? And I was like, well, shit, I just did four years of sports management studies. What am I going to do with it? And after a year of being a PE teacher, I was like, I see all my other, like, friends in sports management doing multiple of internships. And now they're, they're finally in a good spot after, like, three years of interning and working for nothing. I was like, yeah. that's the grind. That's what I should have been doing. I yeah. shouldn't have been so, so focused on trying to be made and have that so-and-so, quote, good life. And I was like, no, yeah. I should have just grinded it out. Um, yeah. But I think it's just like, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know anything. And I think it's just like, and we just get so lost in, in trends because it's like the cool thing, but when trends die. Um, Dude, that's good, man. That's real good. I think it's it, that 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 little internship thing and taking the, the route that's more with a little... Yeah. That might not that, necessarily be the glory. Because again, like you said, things came to certain people. My pastor says it all the time. He says the weight of blessing is way heavier than, you know, the weight of, you know, like the of the pain of whatever of not having that thing. He's like, when you get the thing you've been praying for, he's like, the the weight that you have to carry because you have that blessing now going to be much heavier and i'm like right i think about that and i'm like yeah man like do i really know what i like and like what i what my real desire of like man i wish i was able to have all the money and be able to tour all the time and be and then i watch chance and he goes he's canceling tours because he's going i need to spend time with my wife and my kids yeah like, yeah and so he's like i missed my daughter's like first couple months of her life because i was on tour it's like but everyone's like but we love chance and, and chance is sitting here going I love me, I but I love my family, like yeah. and I want to be able to spend time with my family and my my wife and I just got married and my daughters and like yeah like this is what makes me happy you know like so why be on the road right now when I could just you know instead just be focusing on being happy um, yeah and and I think that's just like for me it's like that was one of those moments that I I saw and was like I. I see it now. I see that 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 weight he has to carry is hard. I see right. that uh, the 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 millions of dollars that even Kanye has and that he has to upkeep his life, and when he goes into debt because he's pursuing another dream that he thought was going to work out, and Yeezy and all that stuff ends up causing debt, and he gets in debt for stuff that like sometimes like that weight hits more because right now when I look at my debt, I go. Oh man, college loan forty thousand dollars in debt. This is a lot. But take that and make that like you know three million dollars in debt because the thing that you thought you were going to put all your passion and drive into and thought was going to be the next thing to pop didn't go off like the way you did. Now you instead of you having forty thousand dollars in debt, you have three million dollars in debt, four million dollars in debt, and you're sitting there going, "Oh my gosh, that there's way more zeros here than there were two years ago." Like I'm like, that's weight that I don't know if I'm built for yet. Like. I don't know if I'm built for those extra zeros to see in debt because I'm trying to explore just because you have money doesn't mean the next thing that you have, the next thing you invest in, the next thing you do, it's just going to work out, you know? Uh, right. Like yeah. Money doesn't equal everything working out now, you know? No, um, it's, it's, you it's for something doesn't mean now everything you pursue works out. So it's like, it, that's the thing that I'm like, there's a lot of weight there. There's a lot of mental strength there. And I take it as grace that I don't have it yet. Like, not that people who have it means they were ready, because it doesn't mean they were ready. You know, yeah, some people it's, are really struggling, but I take it it's as kind grace of, that I don't have it yet. It's kind of like taking your car, taking your car to the mechanic. Like, you're paying yeah. good money. You're expecting great service. But then it's like, if it's not ready, don't take it out. But you yeah. don't have to be an asshole about it because you're expecting you're already expecting great things about it. Like, yeah. I think that's what, that's a pivot point. It's like, oh, if it's not ready, that's up to you now. 
Okay, do I get upset because it's not really when I paid for it and, ex- and my expectations? Or do I just be grateful that, like, okay, it's not really, let me just wait a little bit longer, which is a little bit more painful where people don't want to go but need to go. And yeah. that's basically what this podcast is about. It's like we have to take people where they need to go so that so they can do what they want to do. Like any Indian menu says, it's like, I have to do what I don't want to do in order to do what I want to do. Does that make yeah. That makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. And it's like, no, 100%. It's awful. Like, I, and it's like a mindset that we need to switch about, oh, shit, I, I, you know, I'm, I have to solve an issue. Uh, my, my boss is looking at me. But it's like, look at the other side of it. Like, you're going to get a reward. You might get a bonus. Or, you know, you're going to help other people. And so we have to think about the end, a, a good, healthy end goal of what it's going to look like. Um, and I think that's all about going through adversity. Um, yeah. I just want to go jump into some quick questions here. Uh, now, you hit a lot of points. Um, basically, what this podcast is about is just, like, finding yourself, what fits you, uh, and not worrying about other people. Um, I saw an article about comparison. And I just want to dive real quick into your music, some quick questions of your your first song was um it was Hills, right? Yeah. Okay. Take us the journey from writing Hills to writing uh, your your other four songs, kind of what 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 were the toughest ones? Which ones did you enjoy writing the most? Uh, but a little backstory, I know that on Hills you just felt insecure. You weren't sure if you were going to put it out there. It's the first song on Spotify under the name Benjamin Carter. Just take us through that journey. Um, yeah, I, I I think, man, that I definitely was insecure. Um, like, and I think I was, I was freaking out a little bit when that song was, you know, put out. Because I think I, I... Before then, I, I saw all these musicians. I have a really talented friend, um, and I spent more time looking at them and watching them and how they were doing stuff. And I just never really thought I like had it because I, I again I pulled out of my music uh, degree in college because I wasn't as you know I, I couldn't understand music theory and all this other stuff. I knew I could songwrite, and when I left high school and came to college, like I think when we met. I was making music, you know, it wasn't good, but I was making music and I was very confident in my music. And then by probably three years later, I was very insecure and like, Hey, I don't have what it takes. Um, and I started kind of backing off. Um, and I was like, maybe I have what it takes in the church world and I could be a worship leader. And I didn't get any, no worse. Those churches hit me up to be like a worship leader. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, um, maybe I actually, maybe I'm that guy on American Idol that thinks he could sing, but really is bad. Um, and that was a real thought I had. Like I like, wow. legitimately wow. was like thinking I can't sing. Maybe I'm not a good songwriter. And so I wasn't doing that, man. And then, uh, but I was still writing songs. Um, and I, cause I enjoy it. Like I'll never not be writing songs. That's just facts. Like I just, I just enjoy writing music. Um, and so I'm writing songs. I'm chilling. I'm married. I'm hanging. I'm not feeling like I'm missing anything. Like honestly, I, I talk about it a lot. I was the most fit and most routine before I was doing music. Um, like man, I, I like all I did was eat, work out, work, go to work, focus on work. Uh, like I went to bed at a decent hour. I didn't care what was happening on social media. I right. just like I, I just I didn't care, uh, and things were great. Um, like I didn't, I, and I I kind of sometimes wish I could like get back to that. But I I love that I do music, so I'm like I don't care. Um, but uh, I everything was good, and then but I at the same time I would wake up every morning. Not an exaggeration, probably like every other morning, and before I leave the house. Before I kiss you guys goodbye and walk out the door, uh, I look at her because she was working from home at the time, and I, I looked at her and I go, "Hey, I was like, what if, what if I don't have to be the best? What if I just need God's favor?" And she would go, "What?" And I was like, "With music, what if I don't have to be the best? What if I just need God's favor?" And she was just like, "Yeah, babe, I think you're really good." And I was like, 
yeah, okay. And then I'd leave. Uh, and I'd walk out the door. Uh, and I would ask her that so many times before leaving the house. And she would always be like, no, I think your music's good. And I was like, but what if I had, I mean, what if I just don't have to be the best? And it finally started clicking and hitting my head. And then one day while I was at work, it was funny because while I would be at work and coming to work during the day, all these, no one knew me as a music guy. Even when I didn't think I was a good musician and I was insecure back in Florida, everyone knew that Ben was a music guy, you know, like Ben played guitar, Ben sang songs, Ben, you know, like everyone knew that. When I came back to DC, nobody knew. And by nobody, I mean the majority of people I was around, like my close friends who were, because that's home, knew, but that was it. So I was at work and people would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this homie plays guitar. And I'd be like, oh, I, I do too. And they'd be like, okay, sure, Ben. Wow. No one, no one knew I was a music guy. And I, at one point, someone was making jokes at me and be like, you don't know anything about music. And I just got so angry that I eventually went to one of my homies and said, yo, let's record a uh, cover of River. Then I recorded a cover of River, put it out on SoundCloud. Um, and uh, that guy was like, I showed it to him. He's like, yeah, man, that was pretty good. And I was just like, that still wasn't good enough. And I was so angry still. I was like, I need them to know that I'm a musician. Uh, and so I started writing and I started playing uh, more stuff, and then uh, and then I went to Florida, and I had hills, and I was like, I wrote this song, and you know what, like whatever, it's just gonna be one song, but I just gotta prove that you know that I am a musician. Like I don't know what people are talking about. I still write songs. It might not be the best song, but it's mine, and I just want to make sure I have one single right. out to show people. That was it. Literally, that was it. Um, and I went, recorded the song, came back from Florida. Uh, so far, sounds hit me up. I got a So Far Sounds gig, played So Far Sounds. After that, my dream venue, 930 Club, had this opportunity to play 930 Club. Uh, and I was like, okay, this is crazy. Uh, I didn't think I'd ever play 930 Club in my life, let alone within the first six months of trying to do music. I play 930 Club. Uh, I then released Hills, and I'm like, what happening? I just released a song. I played So Far Sounds, which I would watch videos on YouTube and be like, I'll never play a So Far Sounds show. Uh, and then 930 Club... And I released a single, and I was like, I don't know what's happening. And then I was like, ah, it's all good. But I wrote that song, all that to say, I wrote that song not for any purpose to be a musician and an artist, Benjamin Carter, you know? Like, I, I, mm -hmm. I wrote it because I was just like, yeah, man, I just kind of like, I want to make sure, like, I'm always going to write songs. I wrote that song because I write. That's what I do, you know? And so I didn't write it to, it wasn't hard to write. It was just truthful. It just really wasn't a hard song to write. Um, mm -hmm. it was, it was just part of my thoughts. So when I like word vomit, it just all comes out. And then, um, but then when I, as soon as it was done, like all these things started happening and I never, I still to this day can say, I, I don't think I've, I haven't all my studio time and all this stuff started getting taken care of cosmic. I got taken up to New York, uh, to do cosmic up in New York city, um, with Warner studios. Um, Warner Chapel uh, up in Times Square, and I'm recording a single for free with Warner Chapel producers, and it's only been five months into even saying that I'm a musician, kind of, you know? And I'm like, why am I in New York? And time, I remember I went and got coffee by myself, left Yaz and the two other people I was with, and I went and got coffee by myself. I love New York so much. And yeah, so I just wanted to get away and get coffee, and I was like, it's like 7 a.m., and I was sitting there and just going, I don't get what's happening right now, you know? Uh, wow. And I was like, I, I shouldn't be here. Like, I just was trying to do the song. Uh, and that's kind of what the journey's been since, man, is there's been all these moments where I'm waking up and going, I shouldn't be here. Like, I shouldn't even be where I'm at now. Like, like yeah, I'm putting out songs. I know I'm not famous, but like, I'm 100% putting out music. And two years ago, less than two years ago, I definitely didn't think I was going to be putting out music that people were caring that I was going to be getting emails from people who like my manager now who is like manages like, you know, some people who have some like insane artists, like who I look up to. And he had just emailed me and was like, I listened to your music and it's changed my life and I want to manage you now. And I'm like, what the F? Uh, well, like, I'm like, how is this happening? Um, you know, so it's not even necessary that like all that stuff equates to money or equates to fame or equates everything being okay now, but it, it does equate to me watching 
this process and going, what, like having a deep sense of appreciation for the process and going, I don't know what's happening, but I, I don't want the process to stop. You know, like I want to continually be on this journey of like looking around and being like, is this happening? Um, because it just gives me a deeper appreciation for what, what, what my purpose is in it. Like God really isn't giving me these things so I can show off to the world that I'm the best songwriter. He's giving it to me to, to open my eyes to how he works, man. Um, and that's been life changing. It was a long answer, but just to say like, that's it. No life changing. I want to go back to what you said. I think it's really key that everything else was happening around you. That was good but you didn't even know how it's happening or you didn't even feel like you belonged in. And I think that's just the, I think that's what everyone needs to seek out. Like yeah. do, do everything in your own power. And if it works out, it works out. Um, I, I, my Justin Bieber voice just came in. It's like, if it works out, it works out. I'm just trying my best here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like, if you feel that, that feeling of, oh, I shouldn't be here, but still working, just, that should give you confidence. That should you yeah. feel like I'm okay. Like I'm gonna just keep doing what I'm doing. If it happens, it happens. Uh, it doesn't matter what I feel. Yeah. Good things are happening. So let me just keep and that and that and it's very key. You didn't get there. You said that you were fit, you were healthy, you were like you had good people around you, and I think that's the key of life. It's just. Yeah. You are so strong to the people around you who, who believe in you. But I, you might have gotten frustrated and you might have gotten discouraged. But I think it felt like it was a healthy discouragement. It was healthy of feeling, of just acknowledging you feel this way. And you felt frustrated. But you just, you kept doing you. You kept to your core, to your people. And it, and that, and it just felt awkward when you had, quote unquote, success because you didn't see this coming. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was it was it was wild. It was honestly, and still is, so wild that it's like, because I would say, I would I would honestly say even now I am successful. If I didn't know anything else, like I know too much now. That's the problem, you know. And I think sure. when I talk to people, you know, I I and I, I have allowed God to kind of you know help crush this back in me. When I started and put out my first song. Dude, I didn't know how streams worked, so I didn't care. So I remember my goal being with Hills. My goal was just to get more streams than this other song I put on SoundCloud before that had like 3,000 streams on it, only 3,000. And my goal was like, that would be, that's what I want. But what my prayer was, what I said, God would be the, this would be the miracle. I, I, I dead ass said, God, this would be the miracle. I was like, mm. if you gave me, this one song, if you gave it 80,000 streams, I can tell you to this day that song still doesn't have 80,000 streams, but I have now seven songs, uh, worked with producers on both coasts, uh, and met new people. I've played shows that I never thought I could, and I have songs over 200,000 streams. Uh, but Pills is not even that song. So I'm like, all right, well, okay, cool. Uh, but I, now I know how these processes work and I know how to get streams and I know how to market and all that. And I'm like, Oh man, like I used to pray dumb prayers. Uh, like I prayed small, tiny things like God, please open this one door and God opened up 10 doors. And I'm like, I want that forever in my life. I don't want to be so knowledgeable about the process sometimes that I think that I can control the process, you know, and I think last year I spent so much time trying to control the process because I'm impatient and God would show up in one day and change everything, you know? And I was like, Oh, I spent six months trying to do something. And then one day he's changed my entire course. You know, like I spent like nine months last year trying to like network and get people and do all this <laughs> stuff and, uh, and nothing happened. And then one day, uh, you know, I went to a show. I had a pretty hard day, lost some people on my, like my team, my music team. And I went to play a show. And the guitarist there was just like guitarist who was like for another band. And I was like talking with him. And I didn't know who he was, man. But he turns out to be this artist that like does very, very well. And he's connected to a lot of other artists that I really like. And I found his music and was like, 
oh, I really like his music. And my friend actually sent me his music. I just didn't listen to it when he sent me the music uh, a couple months before. And I'm talking with him. And then now he's like the producer who I have songs coming out with. Um, you know, and then next month, next month, I have a new song coming out. And I'm, I'm doing a song with this guy who I'm like obsessed. Like we work so well together. And I'm like, I'm obsessed with his music. He's a great artist on his own. And as well as I have this feature from this other artist who I found online and he has millions of streams. Um, and I go, okay, it'd be cool to hit him up. And I DM him and he's the kindest soul in the world. And then he moves to LA, hops in the studio and features on the track. And I'm sitting there in the studio in like September going, I spent years, but I spent already years, I spent months trying to network and trying to get new connects and trying to, and in two months from a, from a couple of short meetings, I now have a single that I think is going to do really well that people are really going to enjoy. Uh, and that's because I met this awesome producer one random day when I wasn't looking for it. And I, instead of talking to the artist, I talked to her guitarist who just happened to be a much bigger artist, but he just didn't like, he just decided he'd play guitar for her that day. He's a much bigger artist than this other girl um, who was there. And he was yeah. like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll play guitar for you, man. Or I'll, uh, and so he played guitar for this other artist and turned to be way bigger. And I didn't know, and I wasn't trying to connect and network. I just was like hanging out. Yeah, and you know, and I just watch as these things. Just again, these things kind of happen, and they happen when you let go a little bit, and you put yourself. You got to put yourself out there. So, like anyone who's like, yeah, what things are happening to me? I would say you're not putting yourself out there. So you'd be doing a podcast and saying, man, I'd rather put myself out there, even though I don't have the equipment or I don't have all these things. That's like, oh, good things are about to happen. You're about to see some awesome stuff happen. This is this is going to do well because you didn't wait to have everything together in order to see, you put yourself out there, good things will happen, you know? Yeah. And this may not be, it may not be about the podcast. It might be about the next thing that comes from the podcast, but right. good things will happen, you know? And so it's like, sweet. And I think that's what's happened, what I've seen with music is like, so far as it's like, oh, the people I've been able to meet, the things that have been able to happen, I'm like, I didn't think this junk was going to happen. I just put myself out there. I didn't plan for any of this stuff. Yeah, I yeah. Stuff out there, you know? Yeah, and I think it's just like with that, putting stuff out there, having a good core of people around you. And I think the one thing is that you get you got excited about making a song. Yeah. Like you, just, you just get excited. Like, we need to wake up every single day of the process of the grind because the grind will keep going, but the, the, the goals that we put, the benchmarks would die. And it's like, yeah. oh, then we need another one. Then we need another. It's like, no, we don't chase the outcome. We just chase our life that's right now, right here. If you're listening to your car or on the, wherever you are, in the gym, like the best moment is really in front of you. It's just, we have to be out there. But in order to be out there, we have to be able to look in within ourselves. And it takes some vulnerable shit out there to say, wow, this was effed up, not you know, keep going about this. This needs to come to light. Yeah. And I think that's the process that you have gone through. And I think you're blossoming. I think with, with fatherhood, congratulations on your soon to be uh baby. What, yeah, what's your, what's your thought process? So you have, you yeah. finally have things kind of going your way in a bit. The baby's a blessing, but I know it's not always realistic of trying to always do what you're doing right now. How do you, how do you think you're going to adjust? What are some things you have to humble yourself? Yeah, dude, I honestly, I have no idea how it's going to look in the practical. I'll be honest. Like, so like on the practical day to day, I'm not even going to begin to speak of like how it's going to affect the day to day because I, <laughs> I have no idea how, what it feels like to take care of a plant. I don't know how it's going to be to take care of a baby. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be different, but, um, but it, uh, the reason why Yaz, Yaz and I, first of all, like, you know, I don't need to go into all our business, but we didn't need to yeah. have a kid last year, you know, like we, we just, we had enough, you know, birth control and stuff that we were doing, sure. but we, we weren't going to have a kid. Um, it was a conscious decision to open ourselves up to being able to have a kid. Um, wow. and so we, went through again we were going through all year last year anyone who you talk to especially in in la if you came out here and talked to any of the people who've been around us from when we first got out here we we were 
screaming five years, Jack, five more years. No way. Like, give us five years. And we said five years when we got married. Mind you, we had already been two years in married. And we were saying, still saying five years. So we were like, that would have been seven years. Like, we were like, we don't care. Um, we're not having a kid anytime soon. Uh, and, and then something just clicked, man. And it was this moment of like, again, I like to put on, because I like working out too. I want to put on weight, bro. Like, I want to get ripped. And yeah. so when I look at what's happening around me and I go, why do I, why is God, why would God open up doors while I am a, a artist who's pursuing music, loves God, but is playing, but is like kind of putting, putting out music. Why is he opening up doors while I'm putting out music, married, young, uh, and doing all this stuff? Why would he do that? Because I mean, because I, because I put things in the right order. Because I didn't put music above any of that. Because I didn't put that above my wife because I'm still serving my wife and then I go I'm putting I put on weight and God I, I kept thinking of like yeah I'm gonna get you know real preachy but the the story of Elijah in the Bible mm-hmm. and he all these these prophets of another God come to him and they say yo bro we're about to like our God's about to bring down fire and they keep trying to bring down the fire and it doesn't happen so then Elijah goes yo my God's bring down the fire but just to prove to you that he really brought down the fire to on this like altar and lift this thing up. Uh, I'm going to throw some water on it. So he throws water all around on the altar, around the altar. And then he says, do it again. So he's like, I'm going to make it harder on God. Just so you have no doubt that only he could do this. And mm-hmm. I realized that's how I feel with having getting married at 22 years old. Is when I look around culture, culture goes, dude, get all this stuff together. Then get married. Then, then you can like get married. And I go, especially in LA, you know, and if, in Florida, it's a little different, you know, cause all my friends were getting married. Um, right. but in LA, no one's married out here. They're like, you're crazy. You're 25 years old. How long have you been married on? 22. They're like, that's stupid. And I'm like, all right. Um, and, uh, so I'm like, all right, all right. I put on some weight. And then I realized I was like, I'm saying I don't want to have a kid because I think that's too much weight. And I don't think I'd be able to take care of the practical. And I went, Oh, and I got hyped like I do in the gym when you're going to do that, when you're about to finally like bench or lift this thing or deadlift something you've never deadlifted before or something. And you're like, this is it. And I was like, I got to put on some weight. And so I looked at, uh, yeah, it's not that my daughter's going to be weight as in like, it's too hard to bear. But I went, when I look around at culture, weight, culture is going to look at me. Culture is going to look at me and go, a young man having a daughter and a kid there's no way you're going to be able to pursue music. There's no way you're going to be able to be successful. You're going to have to let that thing die. And I go, no, not this time. I'm not going to have to let it die. Not because I love it so much and because I'm going to pursue it till I'm dead in the ground. That's not it. I'm going to put my daughter and my wife above it. But I just know that God is the one who opened the door in the first place. So if he closes the door, he closes the door. But I'm like, but I felt this leading from God to say, this is an example of you guys putting in order things that need to be in order first and watch as the other things come together. And so I'm literally going, we're going to have a daughter, we're going to have a kid. And I promise you, I put this on this podcast next year. Music will look drastically. It will explode. Come on, come on for for me. But it's only because I allowed myself to say, Hey, I'm going to allow things to, I'm going to allow myself to have a daughter. I'm not worried about, anything else with my music. I'm going to put out new music. I'm going to chill. Literally, I'm going to have Mia. When Mia is born, after she is born, six months to a year later, it will look insane. And we'll, I'll even hop on this podcast again with you. Love to. We'll be talking and going, why? And picture people listening like, what an idiot. That's exactly why this is going to happen because it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Why would things work out when I added more weight? But that's how everything else in life works out. Why would God not work out that way? Because I just, I know, I know my strength isn't me. And I'm like, I'm saying my strength is God. And if God is my strength, that I know by adding this weight on, I don't need to pull the deadlift up. I don't need to do that. He's got it. So he's got my whole family. He's got the whole weight of all of this on him. And he's strong enough to hold it up. So he's going to, you know, so I'm going, yeah, I'm going to have my daughter. I'm going to be married. I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to like, I'm going to have these things taken care of. I'm going to serve my local community. I'm going to 
you know, write new songs. And next year, this time, things are going to look way different. And then guess what? Next year, I'm going to be called and asked by God to say, put on more weight. I don't know what that mm. looks like next year, but I know God's going to say, I need you to put on more weight. Yeah. Because and I that's think, how you I, stronger. Yeah. And that, that's what makes uh, diamonds. Yeah, man. That makes diamonds. What makes sound, everything in life takes pressure and weight and all this stuff, but yet we don't want to willingly put it on ourselves because we go, if I willingly put that on myself, yeah. I'm, I'm going to, like, that's way too hard. So we, we, we literally live our lives trying to find the most convenient way to not put on the weight. And okay. I'm going, this is, this is exactly how I'm going to get stronger, be better, be the best, do exactly what I'm supposed to do, feel the right. most successful is when I have this weight on me. Yeah, that's so key. It's you, if you're putting the weight on you, no one can stop you. If you're saying, I'm willing to put the weight, because you can read all the books, you can watch as many YouTube motivations, you can read all the scripture or Hindu or Muslim scripture. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it's up to you. And, you know, you can believe in all this universe things, which is great. And it helps. And it's very beneficial. But, But the thing that, puts people from good to great is, is how much weight are you willing to take on? How much pain are you willing to take on? Um, and that's, that's it. Um, I mean, just th- thinking about Michael Jordan and saying with Michael Jordan's um, teachings and work ethic work in today's NBA of how like we're kind of soft and, you know, we should go into emotions and feelings and go in a, dif- go in a different way. I think both. I think you yeah. can have both. We yeah. can have one or the other. And you say, yeah. man, I'm soft right now. I'm, I'm vulnerable. I, I, I look weak. Um, yeah. But I'm going to say to myself, I'm going to get my shit together right now. Okay. Yeah. Ten seconds, one minute, five minute cry. All right, that's fine. Yeah. I'm going I'm to let, let this out, but I'm going to come back. And I think that's yeah. key in both old and new generations. Yeah, um, oof, come on. Hey, well, we're ending up there. That, that was awesome, Ben. Um, we're going to do some file, file questions real quick um, just to, after this, this heavy-weighted conversation. Um, so what is your favorite cheat meal? What's your favorite, like, go-to snack? What's, what do you got to have? I've seen Doritos and uh, uh, Juicy Burger. Easy. <laughs> Choice of um, athletic brand. Ooh, favorite athletic brand? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to go. It's, it's it's a little hard, but I'm gonna have to go with with Nike, just like all around, just what they got. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's a, that's a hard one because I I'm okay. really into to Converse right now too, and Puma's doing a lot of good stuff. Sure. Uh, um, but yeah, Nike's just like it's just classic, so I'm gonna probably always choose uh, a Nike blazer or Nike air Jordans or something to rock or something like I'll, I'll rock Nike, you know, till I die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sunrise or sunset? Uh, sunrise. Sauna or steam room? Uh, neither. Cause if I sweat too much, I get dizzy. Sure. Sure. Your go-to song to work out. Ooh, dang. Uh, Plain Jane ASAP part. <laughs> All right. This, what is your perfect refuel day? Like, if you have a day to rest, like, this is what Ben Carter needs. What does that day look like? Uh, reading a book, um, uh, learning something new, um, like a, from a podcast or something else. Uh, and, um, yeah, just kind of like, Kind of being in control of my own day. Oh, exploring new anything new. So exploring the city, exploring a new neighborhood, uh, going to a new sh- coffee shops. Um, just with, with people. I need to do this stuff with people. Uh, so get some right. and just be able to like have a whole day planned of just like for the next ten hours we're just gonna explore. For the next five ten hours we're gonna have unplanned ex- exploration, but it's planned time to do it but not necessarily sure. what we're going to do during that time is very spontaneous. Uh, and that always feels, I'm always way more refreshed when I do that. Yeah. I like that. I can relate. All right. 
after all this last food for thought, what do you want to say to the people? What's one thing you want to get off your chest? Something these listeners need to hear. Uh, new song coming out next month. Um, it's uh, called Fragile. It will be um, about the uh, my kind of journey in the music industry. Some people say it sounds like a, 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 a breakup song, like a relationship song, you know, dating or something. And it kind of is, uh, but it's about kind of how I felt like since I've started uh, the, the expectations and stuff that I've had on me for dating in uh, the industry. I've been essentially been dating the music industry since I got into this and trying to prove myself and be worthy of it um, and kind of turn into a song that's like very hip hop. There's, you know, there's rap there meets Daniel Caesar meets like this insane, really good bass line. It's like not like a sad, it's no sad, sad Ben song uh, for sure. Um, it's pretty, I'm, it's a vibe chill song, um, but it's very, very like, you know, angry um, too at the same time uh, for feeling like I had to go to expectations for other people. So um, that song comes out next month, end of next month in May. Uh, if you're listening to this, so like around Memorial Day, um, I'll talk of the, you know, the release date soon. So, um, yeah, that's that's really all I got to say. And uh, I'm excited and thankful to be on this podcast, man. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely, Ben. Hey, I, we appreciate you. Uh, I value your story and what you're doing. Hey, you're fit in every season you're in. Um, man, it's not easy putting yourself out there even for myself with this podcast, but I we appreciate you. Um, I got to come out to LA, man. Kyle said he's, he's making his way out there. So yeah, bro, yeah. Kyle moves out there next week. Come on. Yeah. I got to get out there one day. So yeah, hey, man. Get it. appreciate it. Love ya. Love you, man. Take care. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Wow. What an awesome, uh, conversation we just had with, uh, Benjamin Carlo. Again, you can check him out on Spotify, on iTunes, SoundCloud. I'm really excited about his new uh, single coming out. If you guys listen to his old uh, previous songs, a little bit more chill, really in, uh, in depth, uh, really allows you to think um, within that song. Um, so I'm really excited what this new one's gonna be about. Hey guys, just want to encourage you before we part ways, um, is that man, just keep going. Uh, be true to who you are. Um, surround yourself with great people as uh, Ben has um, around his music career. Uh, man, yeah, that community is so key. Um, and just keep going. Uh, don't care a fluke about um, about what anyone thinks. Sometimes you don't have to be the best. Sometimes you just need God's favor. Sometimes it's just the right timing and the right connection. So, hey, put yourself out there and just go for it. All right, I'm doing the same, Ben's doing the same. Um, and there's no excuse of why you can't do the same as well. All right, guys. So, again, thanks for watching uh, or listening. Uh, maybe we'll have a YouTube video, I don't know. But hey, thanks for listening. Uh, until next time, on your health before your health owns you.